repeated directions, never finishing anything, well, you need behavioral hacks for managing ADHD. And that's what this episode is all about. Hi, I'm Dr. Roseanne, and I'm a mental health trailblazer. Join me as we have real conversations about real solutions to kids' problems. And today we're talking about unfocused kids, whether they have ADHD, executive functioning issues, it doesn't matter. We're going to dive into behavioral interventions for attention issues. This is It's Going to Be Okay, and we're talking about behavioral interventions for ADHD. When you have a child with ADHD, it doesn't matter if they're simply unfocused, which we all know that's a load of baloney and cheese, because when your kid is unfocused, it means they're not hearing you, and so that means a lot of friction. So whether they're unfocused, hyperactive, impulsive, have both, or somewhere in between, I know what it's like to have a kid who doesn't listen. And if you're like our other parents who follow me and are looking for natural solutions, hop over to our free Facebook community. You can go to drrosanne.com forward slash group, and you'll be with other parents just like you who are looking for behavioral and natural solutions. So let's talk about behavioral interventions for ADHD. There are a lot of them. So we're going to talk about behavioral interventions for ADHD. There are a lot. There are some for home. There are some for school. Some of these may be, wow, I've never heard of that. I'm already doing that. Wherever you are is exactly where you need to be. But remember, if your child is struggling, wishing something to be different isn't going to happen. You've got to take action, right? We got to get that took us in gear. So number one, let's talk about behavioral parent training. I feel that we don't talk enough about parent support. Parents are the CEO of their child's physical and mental health. And sometimes we don't give you the right tools. And when you really work with a therapist or a parent coach, they should be working with you. You're with your kid. You're the one who really has to help foster, nurture, shape those desired behaviors. And that's what behavioral parent training should be. How do you parent your kid so they can listen? And there are lots of ways to do that. But ultimately, behavioral parent training combines role-playing, helping you problem solve when a consistent issue comes up, as well as giving you the right verbiage and teaching you about how to shape behaviors. So you start with micro behaviors and you really try to shape them to desire. You always want to focus on positive. School-based interventions, a lot of the kids I've worked with who struggle with attention and executive functioning have school-based interventions. Now, just because you have an IEP or a 504 doesn't mean it's a good one. So look at what they're getting. Look at what's working there. See if that's something you can emulate and replicate at home because maybe there's a level of structure that could be something you can put in some way like they have at school. And that's a good thing to do because, you know, it doesn't mean you're a teacher. But let's say your child really benefits from sensory breaks at school. Why can't we do that at home? You can. Okay. So self-management interventions. Well, you know, here's the reality. We want our kids to have good executive functioning skills. We want them to be independent. 
And for some kids, how about a lot of kids? It doesn't happen overnight. It requires a lot of fostering of the desired skills, a lot of reinforcement. Can I say a lot? You always hear me say at least three times the amount that you think. For some kids, it may be 10 or more, depending on what's going on. Maybe they have autism. Maybe they have ADHD and something else. Maybe they have a more extreme version of ADHD where their attentional capacity or ability to alert or shift gears or transition really is preventing them from hearing what you're saying to them because they're just not shifting their attention to you. There's a lot of different ways attention impacts you, but listening and missing out in directions is a constancy that unfortunately is there for almost everybody with ADHD. It's just how difficult is that problem? Like how much is of a challenge is of that problem? So when it comes to building self-management skills, you want to build executive functioning. And that's that part of that brain, that job manager that helps us to plan for a future event. You, We all know those people that have great executive functioning. And if you want to go, learn more about executive functioning, you can go to drrosanne.com forward slash webinar. I have a great free webinar all about it. And it gives parents great tools and resources. There's other episodes all about executive functioning. But that's really where kids learn to self manage and self-regulate without particularly emotional self-regulation, no learning is going to occur. So we've got to put some intervention there. So another of my favorite interventions for kids with ADHDs is social skill interventions and social skill training. I feel that we ignore <laughs> social emotional development at the expense of, you know, we're, we're focusing on academics, and we don't put enough into social emotional. We want our kids to not just be good human beings, but kids that are able to connect. And we want them to have friends. We want them to have great communication skills. And that all comes with social skills training. For some kids with ADHD, they are lacking in their social connectedness. And we don't put enough intervention for as long as it needs to happen. Social skills are tough to gain because so much of that is that gray area. So don't ignore it. Make sure your child is getting support at school and at home. And that might mean finding a therapist who specializes in social skills. Often there are groups and that can be incredibly helpful. Please know that going to a group for three weeks or three months isn't going to build those skills. When you're lacking, you're going to need the same kind of level of intervention as a dyslexic would in reading or a child with a math disability. So you can be weak in that area and strong in another, but we don't want to ignore social skills. Is this you? Homework struggles, short attention spans, calls from the school, a snarky attitude. But what if there was a simple tasty way to help. Meet Neurotastic Multimag Brain Formula. This delicious elixir fuels young minds, promotes calmness and concentration. Put the joy back into your family life and learning with Neurotastic. Go to drrosanne.com forward slash magnesium. That's D-R-R-O-S-E-A-N-N.com forward slash magnesium to get on our wait list for the Neurotastic 
early founders specials that you'll just never see again. That's drrosanne.com forward slash magnesium. Okay. Sensory processing interventions. One of my all-time favorite brain hacks for anybody with focus issues, ADHD, is sensory processing. People with sensory processing issues struggle with modulating, fancy word, information coming in and it might come in too much. We might not have a filter or they might be defensive, overly sensitive. And so when we put sensory processing interventions in place, kids' nervous systems are better able to regulate so they can pay attention more. So that could be movement breaks. It could be uh, wearing a weighted vest. It could be uh, wearing a tight shirt underneath the shirt. There are lots of sensory interventions, including using seltzer, to stimulate or chewy snacks, crunchy snacks. There's a lot of things that actually can help us with attention. And these things are good for us as adults too. I know I use these all the time when I'm working all day from home doing meetings. Okay. Coping skills. Very, very important. Coping skills and frustration tolerance are tied with lifelong mental wellness. If you can't cope with stress, you're in trouble. When you have a limbic system ADHD kid, an emotional ADHD kid, whatever you want to call them, coping skills is often what they're lacking. And when we think about kids that are easy, besides being flexible, they've got good coping skills. So coping skills take time to develop. We want a role model. We want to offer really good feedback and encouragement, focusing on those micro steps. That is how those skills are built. When somebody is lacking in them, they absolutely can learn them. Even if your kid is a whoosh, exploder, you're just going to have to be an A-game parent. You're going to have to provide a lot more reinforcement and you're going to have to model it a lot more. So, And as I always say, if you have one exploder in the house and you're really focusing on coping skills, all the other kids in the house will benefit from all of your calm all of your instruction and support around gaining coping skills. It's just the child that is dysregulated and unfocused is going to take more time. Not impossible, but you just don't give up. Mindfulness and relaxation techniques. Hello, I'm calm brain, happy family. If you don't calm that brain down, learning doesn't have a platform to adhere to. And we need a regulated brain for optimal learning. And that is how you develop those skills. Now, as Tony would say, it's easy with the mouth. There are lots of ways to help regulate your nervous system. Breath work is one way. EFT tapping, somatic experiencing, all of those things are really great. I actually have five instant brain calmers that you get when you sign up for our Neurotastic Multimag Brain Formula. I walk you through. It's a great video series. Really quick. You can be calm in less than five minutes, but it requires practice. So you can go to www.drrosanne.com forward slash magnesium to get on our Neurotastic waitlist. If you're listening to this at a later point, just hop on anyway, because you definitely want to learn ways to calm your brain. And that's what we're doing there, as well as magnesium is a great way to do it. Okay, contingency management. As my parents who I work with like to call it bribing. It's not bribing. It's clear expectations, 
clear rules and support around how to what you're supposed to do and what are the outcomes. That's what contingency management is. So if you do X, Joey, on your next homework assignment, these are the things you can earn. So I believe that everything should be earned. We often give our kids game time and this and that. No, you have to do X, Y, and Z in order to earn them. Over time, even your regulated kids, it's so helpful. So I know we want all want our kids to be intrinsically motivated. That's just not as typical people. I think you already know that you're here. But you want to make sure you're having those clear parameters and the kids also know clearly what they earn and what they don't based on their outcomes. When you ask your kids to... What I would do is when my kid would ask me something and, and now we don't even bother because they, they've gotten it over time. It took a lot. I would say, go check your list. What do you think you have to do? What do you have to do? And just make them go back instead of explaining it over and over. It definitely took some time for both of my kids. And you just have to stay with it. Our kids aren't born. Most kids aren't born intrinsically motivated. I know I wasn't. (laughs) And I definitely had a streak of independence, but for things I wanted to do. Thank God you hear me say this. I was living in the 70s and 80s. We talked a lot about... In behavioral interventions for ADHD. And as you can see, there are many. The key about behavioral interventions for ADHD is you really want to focus on calming that brain, getting independent self-regulation. And that's going to happen when you are consistent, you are calm, and you are fostering the desired behaviors. Saying things like, don't do that, (laughs) unless it's a safety issue, isn't really helpful. What is helpful is, wow, I can see you attempted to do these carrots and I really appreciate it. Let me show you a little hack so that it's not as messy next time for you because it will make it a lot easier because I used to do that too. That is very different. So we're being clear. We're we're letting them know, thank you. I really appreciate this. I'm going to have you help me every time. It's no fun when the carrots get all over the place, but they did it and it can't be perfect. Instead of saying, this is a hot mess. I should have just did it myself. What are they learning? Nothing. They're getting shame. They're getting blamed. Behavioral interventions are really about going for those little behaviors and fostering, reinforcing, getting them to create big change over time. And that's called shaping. And shaping requires that consistency from you. And you can do it when you put your oxygen mask on and you're sharing your calm. Parenting is hard and there are so many ups and downs. Just know that no matter how hard it is to parent a child with ADHD, it's going to be okay when you take one step towards natural solutions. You need the right solution to help your child be successful at home, school, and life. And that's why I've created the Solution Matcher. Go to drrosanne.com forward slash help, D-R-R, O-S-E-A-N-N forward slash help to get the right solution for where you're at. 